Inducing labor. It is common for labor to be induced if a baby is overdue or there's any risk to the mother or baby's health. Other reasons for inducing labor that people may consider is in order to have a specific midwife or doctor available for the birth or simply to have a set date for the birth to take place. In this lesson, we will deal with the question of whether there is any issue according to Jewish law and philosophy against inducing labor. So in general, the opinion of the G'dayli HaPaiskim, including the Rebbe, is that one should not induce labor unless there are mitigating circumstances requiring or encouraging it to be done. The basis for this opinion are the words of the great Rishon of Ashkenaz, the Rekeach, on Kehelis chapter 3, verse 11, and likewise words stated in the Ravid and Sefi Yitzhira, that Hashem has given a timetable for every inf for every fetus to remain inside of the mother's womb. As we know, the child learns Torah while there. And accordingly, Hashem has set the exact time of when the child should be born. Inducing the labor for him to come out early can affect the child both, phys both physically and spiritually. To quote from the words of the Rekeach on Kehelis, he brings the verse, Asakal that God does everything good at its time. He says this is the Rashi Tebes for intimacy, and that Hashem waits for the right time for the birth, and therefore he writes, Therefore a person should not induce labor and make a person who is makshalele to give birth earlier than naturally expected, lest she will give birth at a bad mazel. Likewise, the Ravid in his Akdama writes as follows, Birth is in the hands and power of Hashem, as he is the one who releases the contractions of birth. And you must know that at the moment that a woman is ready to give birth down here, that's when the neshama is complete upstairs. And from there he receives all of the future tidings that will occur to him. And from here you should contemplate and understand that one who has children using kameas, amulets, meaning an amulet that is used to make a woman give birth before her time, sometimes he ends up killing two souls, which can cause the child to have bad occurrences happen to him in his lifetime. And God will demand his blood, meaning of the person who did the amulet. It is due to these very severe words that many of the daily Israel of today explicitly write that one is not to induce labor unless there are mitigating circumstances, including Ksav Seifer, the Igris Vad Yosef and Tara Sabayis, the Mishnah Alachis, the Sheva Talevi, and the Malakdim of today, the Teres HaYeledis, the Nitte Gavriel, the Nishma Savram. And so is the Rebbe's opinion as printed in Igris Kaidish, volume 28, page 46. Start quote, it is understood that it is proper to finish the days of pregnancy and not to induce labor prior to its time. Likewise, in Farhabad magazine, volume 733, a minor of the Rebbe was published, start quote, why mix into the timetable that God has set for the child to be born, it is better for the birth to be natural and for the child to be born at the right time. This restriction against inducing labor certainly applies if it can cause the birth to happen on Shabbos, which then causes completely unnecessary Shabbos desecration, as there was no need to induce the labor for Shabbos. However, as we stated in mitigating circumstances, it is allowed. What are some of these mitigating circumstances? In Teres HaYeledis and Encyclopedia Hilchatit Rufuit, they list the following options. Some mitigating circumstances may include needing a specific midwife or doctor for a complicated birth who will not be around at a later date, lack of available doctor at a later time, such as if she's been in the hospital for a while waiting to give birth and the hospital will be in between shifts and they need it done due to this medical reason. Another valid reason for inducing labor is she's already passed her ninth month well into her tenth month and the doctor's medical opinion is that the birth should take place now. Certainly. 
labor may be induced if continuing the pregnancy can be deemed dangerous for the mother or fetus. So all we are discussing is not to induce labor for convenience purposes, but for medical purposes it for sure is permitted. Now let's talk about inducing labor through natural methods such as massages, walking, and other natural ways that are claimed, whether true or not, to help induce the labor. So it is permitted to induce labor in the natural ways, such as through massaging certain parts of the body or through walking up and down stairs or walking a long distance, as all this is included within the natural way of things that if Hashem decides this is the time, then this is the time. Nonetheless, one is not to do so too close to Shabbos or on Shabbos in order to avoid giving birth on Shabbos and causing unnecessary Shabbos desecration. Let's now talking about speeding up the labor once the labor has already begun. So once the woman has entered into active labor, it is permitted to perform actions or take medication in order to speed up the labor process. This may certainly be performed once she enters the stage of labor for which one may desecrate Shabbos on her behalf and may do so even on Shabbos itself. As in essence, the time of birth has already come. Regarding stripping, so based on what we already said, stripping should not be done in order to induce labor, especially if doing so can cause the birth to take place on Shabbos unless any of the above mitigating circumstances are applicable or she's already in middle of labor as we just stated above. What about amniotomy, which is the breaking of the waters? So breaking the water should not be done in order to induce labor, especially if doing so will cause her to take the birth to take place on Shabbos unless once again one of the mitigating circumstances apply or she's already in the middle of labor and it needs to be done to help with the birth. So bottom line to summarize this lesson, we avoid inducing labor for unnecessary reasons, for reasons of leisure and convenience. We permit inducing labor when there are medical concerns involved. And in all cases, we permit natural methods, such as massaging and walking and the like. However, some right to avoid doing so on Shabbos or close to Shabbos in order to prevent unnecessary Shabbos desecration. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shulhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.